Hello and welcome to another edition of ReCW, where we're looking at ECW from episode 1 all the way to episode 401, from Eastern to Extreme. And here we are again for another Eastern Extreme journey. You've got myself Paul and I'm here with Jay this week as we look at Episodes 15 and 16 of ECW. And your mother's still a whore. Mom is still a whore. Oh. I thought we'd just start off with that because it's a, it's a, 15 is a show of recaps, it feels. so. Um, yeah, my first, my first note is let's get extreme. I, I think that's just me trying to get myself psyched up for the episode because nothing happened. In the beginning, it was just purely Super Destroyers beating up Suicide Blondes from the end of episode 14. Yeah, including uh, Chris Candido's arm being broken and um, Paul Lee on the second time around sounding even less convincing than the first one. Uh, you know, we, maybe, maybe we should keep talking, Jay, just in case they're still rolling. And um, uh, I mean, you know, I, I think his arm's really broken. I mean, you know, look at that arm. It's not meant to bend that way. And you're kind of sitting there going, you just sound really insincere about it. He's like, oh, that's a shame. He's got a broken arm. Yeah. Oh, they've stomped on his arm a bit. It must be broken. Look, it bends. But, oh, um, wow. Yeah, this, this feud just feels like they're the only two tag teams on the show. Yeah. Even though Glenn's been a tag team with everyone, I just feel like they just won't go away. But... um after all that, I guess it starts back off at ringside. Todd Gordon comes out and he says he'll suspend people if they lose control again. He's laying down the law. He's got to suspend everyone. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Harry, you're and, suspended. You're suspended. And then you've got Paul Lee just hanging out at the ringside on his phone, chatting to someone with the crown. Casual. Ignoring it. Yeah, being an absolute kind of dick about it. Even when he's addressed, he's just ignoring it. Yeah, just doesn't care. Um, but his reaction when Terry Funk walked out for me was... was uh. it, it caught me by surprise. It was absolute chicken shit. It was a shrill of a scream, and then he literally ran away. And um, it did it for me. It, it made me laugh. I don't know why. I thought it was good. I, I, I feel like it worked. It was just, um, yeah, it's just a cool little thing. Then Funk was there. Um, they announced it was going to be Snooker versus Funk tonight for the TV title, I believe. And if anyone gets involved, suspensions and fines, suspensions and fines. Unless you write a letter. Gets... Which, I mean, kind of assumes that they're paying people, which is a little bit of a strange concept looking at how this works, but. <laughs> But um, trying to look, yeah, that's it, really. Nothing else, really, from the beginning. I said no, that was pretty much it. Then it cut to a more backstage segments, more talking, and then we had the Super Destroyers talking. Yep, which and, is always a joy. And I wish they didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it's difficult with a face team to have a masked team with a manager, but you know they they have lost so much mystique since Hunter Q has not been their mouthpiece and they've had to do their own promos and they just sound like 
insurance salesmen with masks on. Um, and it's really weird for them to throw to each other because, I mean, Super Destroyer 1, who starts the promo and talks all about it, um, then closes his bit up by saying, you know, and tell them about it, too. And that's not really a good... It's hardly you know, tell them about it, Hulk, is it? Or brother or, you know... Anything. Yeah, it was just... Pal or it was just too... I just almost wanted like a a fake kind of like we're the super destroyers and yeah. we're going to destroy all of you you know just anything but it was just yeah yeah it just it, it, it it's all just very kind of it's their normal speaking voice and it's just them kind of just chatting away and and you know it doesn't work. They needed a mouthpiece. They needed someone to talk for them um, so they could keep the mystique of these, you know, big old lumbering whatevers. Well, I think that's it. I, I kind of sat there and thought, why is it only annoying me now? But obviously I realised because he's gone to Suicide Blondes. Mm. I think so. this is their second promo. The first was where they were abducting children. Um, and then there's this one. And... The abducting children, at least you had the, the weirdness of the children that took you away from the fact that they're just very normally chatting and, you know, there's nothing to it. I mean, you know, everyone at this time kind of had like a promo voice in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, and they were just missing it completely. Yeah. Um, I think there was a brief suicide blondes chat as well weren't there uh yeah um candido with his arm and the belt and yeah i thought it was a brief something oh, something no, no. did he have, he wouldn't have had the belt would he because the destroyers were the champions hmm yeah no he didn't uh, he had a belt oh yes he did didn't he that's what i'm getting confused with because i got have confused. a belt I, I don't know if that was a smoky mountain thing if he was doing the double at the moment I wasn't too sure but yeah I noticed he had a belt and that threw me off there was a lot of things that threw me off that was one of the ones that threw me off and I was just like okay I mean, it's, it's kind of standard for this time that for whatever reason he's there he's got a title belt but they don't bother telling you why or you know if it's not for ECW why is he wearing it in any way shape or form but they've not mentioned it in any way they haven't given you any kind of feedback as to what this belt is. He's just a champ on something. And I thought they announced the match for next week. What, the Destroyers versus the Blondes? Yeah. Well, so the, the, the confusion was they threw to this video clip and this video package, and the video package was one from... Last week, obviously, because they're talking about, you know, what just happened and them getting together and blah, blah, blah. So in the video clip that was taped last week, they're talking about it being this week. But both the video clip and the match were aired on the same episode. Oh. So I was like, right, but wrong, but right. Confused for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just really confused. I looked at it and I thought... It's like, oh, coming next week. Because previously they said tonight. And then the promo said next week. And I was like, okay, this is fine. Then suddenly it was just like, yeah, boom. And now it's now. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now it's now. And, I was just like, yeah. I mean, given the the the, the build up in this and all the rest of it, I was expecting this to be the main event of the show. Yeah. You know, I I thought it was going to be something far far more built to and bigger than oh, and we're off. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it was just really, um, really quite crazy. But um, it happened, it was next, and I guess we should get to that. Super Destroyed versus the Suicide Blondes with ECW Tag Team Titles. With the, the stipulation being? Um, if the Suicide Blondes lose, they are gone forever. Now, I, I know that this is 1993, and I'll come on to that in a minute. Um, but um, I think they missed an opportunity by this being not being the belts or buy match. Yeah. Either you get the belts or you say goodbye. Belts or buy. Yeah, I mean, um... could just be me. It could just be. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just given from that reaction. Maybe, maybe it I might just be you. Maybe just you. But uh, <laughs> I was just trying to. I was. I was just trying to process it all, really. I was trying to take it in and think about sort of the whole thing. I don't know. It's just... They're just sort of doing, like, nothing for me. I don't know why. No, it's... it's, it's well, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it means anything, and we'll get on to that in the next episode. Yeah. I'd go with that. I'd go with that. Um, so the match itself, standard match between these two. Yep, Back working on Super Destroyer 1, I believe, arm throughout the match. Yeah, the only sort of main thing comes um, at the end itself, where um, Candido comes out of his broken arm, manages to use the cast off the top to back of the head, wouldn't it? Yep. And um, the Suicide Blondes wins, getting the yeah, gold my... and saving their jobs. My 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 issue about this is um, they he came off the top rope with the cast over the back that apparently made the super destroyer sit up. Yeah. At which point then he had to clock him in the head with the cast again, and I'm kind of sitting there going I don't understand why why that's the bit that why was the first blow which is off the top rope to the back of the head when you're not ready. Why didn't that knock you out rather than the second one, which was something very different? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's just a weird, weird but predictable finish, I guess. Yeah. So it happens. Um, segment I hate. Got Eddie Gilbert back on the streets. I just, I just don't think he's taking it serious. It's just, uh, I feel like Paul Lee's doing a great job, but I feel like Eddie Gilbert's there. I feel like he's making faces at the camera and not realise that the camera's actually like on him as well. I mean, the the whole thing. There was a, there was a point where I suddenly had this, this kind of click. Um, I hadn't noticed it before until this episode, but at the end of the credits. And this might be because I don't watch it all the way to the end, which is why I get told off about, you know, not finishing up episodes. Um, but at the end of the credits, there's this thing about, you know, for, for marketing opportunities, blah, 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 please contact. 
so I suddenly had this thing that this Greek pizza shop that they were at and talking about and talking about, you know, and the slice and blah, blah, blah. Um, Might have just been. This is, this is all just an advert for it. We're yeah. here at this such and such pizza house and, you know, this is so-and-so who made the pizza and here's, here's what's his face and, you know, that he's, it's his pizza shop and blah, 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 blah. And then I think that they've kind of tried to goof it up so it doesn't just look like a whole winner. My favourite place to eat in, in Philadelphia is... Um, but I think these are paid spots. I mean, which that... is one of the reasons why they're so goddamn awful. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't, I didn't think of it, but yeah, probably is. Makes a lot so, of sense. Did you notice our big heel, the king of, of Philadelphia? Yeah. Did you notice what his T-shirt said? No. Love me, love my dog. <laughs> I, I I have so many issues. I mean, you know, he's 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 got a T-shirt that he's got from, I don't know, Asda, Walmart kind of thing. Just a random, you know, pet-loving T-shirt, um, which makes him look just like a normal run-of-the-mill kind of guy. Um, and, you know, he's our heel, but... You know he's he he loves dogs, so he can't be that bad a guy because he's he's nice to animals. So it was just the weirdest, most the least regal, least heel, least wrestler. You know he's basically in his his joggers and a t-shirt. He's just pulled on and come down the street to have a chat with his local pizzeria. Yeah, like I said, I just felt like it went on and. It felt like something that didn't advance anything. Like the the paid spot thing makes sense by the sense that like Paul Lee was trying to do this and Eddie was just sit or sitting there pulling faces and doing whatever. So it kind of felt like but they could, didn't. But weirdly, you know, if you were doing that, if you're doing that skit as an absolute heel, he wouldn't touch it take to the piece to because you know. God, why would I sully myself with being here and eating something? I would never eat something like that. If he did eat it, he's spitting it out and he's spitting it out into someone's face or he's pieing them with it or something. He's not He's not sitting down and eating a pizza. And it's just the weirdest thing. And then to try and kind of have some sort of snarky kind of funny bit on, um, it came up on the screen... Uh, would you eat this man's pizza? Not. Yeah. Now, obviously that's a, a a bad attempt at a Wayne's World reference. First of many. Oh, great pizza. Not. Um, Wayne's World came out about a year before this. And um... Wayne's World was May 1992. This is... Where are we? July, August, ninety-three. Now, yeah, but um, for the episodes, this isn't the only um, Wayne's World reference, no, is it? No, we'll, we'll come on to that yeah, on the next one. So, but, that... uh, so it's obviously you know Eddie Gilbert's sense of humour and something he thinks is hilarious. 
it's a year after it happened. I mean, I know it feels dated, you know, 25 years on. Um, it's a year after it happened. It was dated even then. And even with all of that, if I ignore the fact that it's a very dated reference, it's wrong. Would you eat this man's pizza? Not. Was not the way that punchline ever went. Hey, what? this is great pizza. Not. Would have been the joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... So they, they've... Not only have they done something that's a year old, but they've not even done it right. Yeah. It offends me. It offends me as a Wayne's World fan. This whole segment offended me. And a Wayne's World 2 fan. Oh. And a Wayne's World 3 that you made. Vastly underrated. It really was. It was quite good. And my Wayne's World 3 fanfic. (laughs) Yeah. You you just made the exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, um, the next match I just didn't care for at all. I did not give two shits about it. The most evil man in Eastern Championship Wrestling, Rockin' Rebel. Yep. Um, so the, the, the promo was odd. Um... And basically it was those two taking the mickey out of the fact that they'd blinded Miss Peaches in the most heinous act ever seen because she's blind now. She's never coming back from this. She's blind. They blinded her. Paul, they blinded her. She's never coming back. She's blind. I'm blind. I want you to understand the importance of what's happened here. She's blind. (laughs) She's blind. Um, She is blind. Remember, remember that. You can't forget that because she's blind. I know she's blind. So the, you know, Hitman with his his uh, dark glasses and his um, white stick because he's blind. Um, blind. Was, was, you know, it was, it was good heel heat. You know, we'll, we'll ignore the, the fact that the Hitman can't see. So how is he a Hitman if he can't see anything? Got to do um, it as Griff's not here. Hitman. I want to see you, Griff. Um, <laughs> he doesn't listen. Um, but, yeah, most evil man in the world. Cut a promo about being the most he's evil man in the world. by Todd Gordon. That's why he's not here. <laughs> Griff. Yeah, he tried to rush the show. He was running last week. Yeah. <laughs> he suspended him. I got fined. I got fined three weeks' wages. Oh. Bear in mind, I'm not paid for doing this show. That's zero. Yeah, but imagine. As what, being you, fined for was. doing... Imagine what, paid for the show? And a lot, yeah. And you just lost a lot of money. And then it all got taken away. I'd be annoyed. I'd be annoyed. Todd Golden, you bastard. I'd, I'd, I'd respect what he did there, because, you know, it's his show and it's him. But, yeah, I'd be annoyed. Anyway. Um, uh, speaking of Todd Golden, changing the subject completely, sort of, but not. Um, I watched the beginning of something... Um, ECW evading CZW many moons ago. You know, Combat Zone Wrestling. I didn't know that oh, happened. Yes. I didn't know it happened. I mean, they had, they had a few that they were kind of doing so stuff. Todd Gordon they? turned up with, I think, like Meanie and people like that. Right. And sort of invaded. And um, Sandman was in Combat Zone at the time. 
and sort of like celebrated with them. And then they all turned on Sandman and beat the shit out of him. Because obviously he sold them out to go there. Which is funny because Todd Gordon's the one that got sacked for trying to steal everyone for WCW. Yeah, that's true. So I haven't watched all of it, so I'm probably butchering the whole angle. But that was the little bit I saw and I thought might be worth hunting out a little something in my spare time. Yeah. So what? So that would be what about ninety five ish? No, no, no. It was it was after it all. It was when they started. I think it was when after ECW fell apart. Oh, oh so it was oh, one oh. of those one of those right. ones. You so know how like similar the, to like ECW TNA fell apart. Style. Yeah, you know how like ECW fell apart and suddenly everyone's in like XPW. Yeah, like that. But I and think, then they they bring everyone back in their little you know like. EC, like WWE had the invasion and then TNA had the yeah similar to what um, extremists or similar to what Ring of Honor did with um, Combat Zone where you had like the promotion yeah. sort of yeah so I think Ring of Honor did it first they thought it was good and they redid it with oh okay EC, I think I don't know what the time probably someone shouted saying I don't know what I'm talking about but um, it's worth worth looking at oh that's cool so I'll try and hunt it down <sighs> sorry so so this is a seeded match for the heavyweight championship. Yeah, they brought up little rankings. I saw that. And and having tracked the progress of the um, uh, heavyweight division Obviously. through the last 15 episodes, do you agree with how they'd ranked the uh, the the people? Um, not massively, no. I was a bit confused that old um, thingy was so low down. Um, what's his Winters name? Or Rock and Rebel. Rock and Rebel. I mean, I can only think that Sandman must be about 25th at this point because although he's the previous champ, he's done Nada. nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm sure his luck changes in the next episode. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it just the most random kind of suddenly we're, we're a sport and we've got We've got ratings and we've got rankings and we're, we're doing stuff. Yeah, no, like I said, it just felt all a bit sort of like crazy and the fact that he I, I, was like, what, sick for something? Yeah. I just thought that was just weird. I just Which makes you wonder who two to five are. Well, I guess it's going to be Snooker, Don Morocco, or Don Morocco's champion still, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he must be. Yeah. Um, he defended it, apart from one week, sort of nearly against Hulk. So maybe Snooker, but then again, I don't quite know what he would have done to get a higher ranking. Uh, Terry Funk, but he's lost the last two big matches he's been involved in. Hulk. So this is the this is Hulk, but lost. You know, yeah, and then disappeared. Yeah. Um. Uh. Because he was almost blinded. He wasn't actually blinded, but he was almost blinded with the fireball. They tried to take his eye. He was almost blinded. He wasn't blind. actually blinded. Only Peaches was actually blinded. Yeah. But he was almost blinded. Which is worse. I th- well, I think this is important foreshadowing for me to, to lay out in case it becomes, in case this exposition becomes useful in, in uh, when talking about an episode at any point. Well, exactly. I mean, if you're almost blinded, then it'd be good that we know signs of it in like a week or so you'd be fine 
Well, you, you would but expect, if you're blinded, especially, yeah, I mean, especially, you know, given the, the toughness of Hawk compared to a female manager, you'd expect the recovery time from being almost blinded to be far quicker from someone who was actually blinded. Agreed. Yeah, I think that makes sense. It does. Um, anyway, anyway, we'll get there. Whoop. So, uh, Winters goes over. Winters wins. Winters wins. The Winter season, has come. The seasonal victor. Um, yeah, so there's a uh, distraction of the ref. Uh, Hitman throws in the Hitman. cane. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to do it. Uh, <laughs> Hitman throws in the cane. Um, Rock and Rebel can't catch it. Winters does, and uh, hits him with the cane. So uh, wins after cheating a little bit, but you know this is the new Eastern Championship Wrestling where there are no rules, even though Todd Gordon's trying to lay down justice and law. So that's kind of where we are. But and then we're into the main event. And what a main event it is! Jimmy Snooker versus Terry Funk. Yeah, I mean, crazy versus. Yeah, you, but this match there. goes down to the um, the non-selling headbutts. Yeah, well, the non-selling everything at one point. Yeah, it was just a lot of um, lot of headbutts that they just sort of didn't really sell. Yeah. Um... I mean, they didn't. Um, the, the the referees who, for some reason, were pulled in to do three-way headbutts all sold them. Um, I don't know whether they were meant to make uh, Terry Funk's headbutts stronger by pulling in a, a third head to be involved in this collision. He's got a third head. Damn it, that head's got a family. Um, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand it. I, I, I don't feel I'm alone in that. I don't feel you're alone on that. I didn't truly understand it either. I mean, it just felt like a time wasting up until the point where we knew what was going to happen, which was the ring was going to fill up with craziness because... Everyone listens to Todd Gordon when he says, don't do that. I didn't expect like this much craziness, though. It, it, um, it got a little blurry. Um, you could argue that it didn't make sense for a certain amount of people to be in there. Um, you know, I mean, I know, I know Glenn is desperate to get involved in something, but... There made very little sense to when he ran out and who he was fighting. I think Glenn was searching for a partner. He was by by you know if I start this fight, then someone's going to come to my aid. <laughs> um, didn't really work for him. No. Uh, and yeah, everyone was just running around and hitting each other with with trash cans because that's the thing that everyone. Oh, Sal was wailing that trash can like. 
he'd been given to green light to do whatever he wanted. Yeah, I mean, Sal's a little bit off the chain on some of this, isn't he? And um... I think a lot of this, to be honest with you, he just sort of, not say he goes into business for himself, but he's just sort of just, it's like some people you can believe they're legit crazy, and he's one of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I don't going back to the probably... promo when he's when he's talking about, I'm going to eat loads of garlic because they're nice smell like garlic, and he won't want to be with me. I was just like, what is he doing? Just uh, yeah, and then just unlocks the handcuffs as soon as the match is finished with no kind of real issue. Yeah, um, I I I don't feel that there was a huge amount of scripting and 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 direction given to people in in these segments and these matches and all the rest of it um i feel whatever little there was sal ignored yeah um and just kind of you know i i think we're fairly lucky he almost kind of stays true to who he's meant to be siding with um but i think even that's a little bit blurry at points yeah, um, he, he's just, um, but he stands out, I guess, so he's doing his job. Yeah, yeah, um, you know when he's there, partly because you can't take your eyes off of the crazy bastard. Yeah, he's, he's definitely uh, um, he's definitely a, a proper character, and out of all the originals, he's he's put himself in a good sort of place still, considering he doesn't actually do anything. No, um, has no discernible gimmick, you know, he's the wild man, although he's not. Um, you know he's he, he's dressed sort of like a, a Roman soldier. Yeah, I, I, he, he's not. the he's still the one I believe about this sort of little pot as they walk out and they just grab whatever clothes baskets probably a better word baskets as they walk out and they just grab whatever. Yeah, um, feels like one of those photo booths where you got like thirty seconds to put on like a crazy wig or glasses and that. I mean, either that or, he's, or he strikes me as the guy who can't turn down the the costume shop clearance bin that's on the way to the, the, the arena. Convinces himself so, that it looks authentic. He's like, it doesn't actually look that bad. I think it looks pretty legit. I mean, you're look, you, I know it looks fake to you, but you're standing here. You're, you're like next to me staring at this. Trust me, when it's on TV... <laughs> You know, when with the the haze of the cameras and all the rest of it from from you know a few rows back, can't tell. It looks different to you. It looks cheap to you because you're standing here. The lighting <laughs> is really really good. It's you know it's it's it, don't worry. The, the the magic of television will make it look authentic. And yeah, it's just crazy. They end up with Todd Gordon coming out. Yep. And Crazy Man Sal smashing into him yep it took a good bump i thought i thought he'd actually smacked head into the guardrail i mean he probably did probably did but no i think he took a good bump he uh, um it almost feels like again he was expecting it but sal just absolutely steamed him and yeah so todd gordon was out and that's how the show ended it did what on earth is going to happen it's it's just crazy it's just a wild wild area is that we're about to cover as we move on to episode 16 of ecw um highlights of the brawl 
No, it starts off. Highlight? It highlights oh, first. Was, yeah, it was. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah I've, I've got it. I've got it. I, yeah, I, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. Highlights of the brawl. First thing I must note is the quality is fucking loads better. Yep. Like, yep. Wow. It's like night and day. I know they gave the normal disclaimer last week of, you know, this is just the original quality, but this week seemed like night and day. Seems so there's, much better. There's uh, and on throughout this show, it does look like there's been suddenly a bit of a production pickup. Yeah, massively. Uh, and you know, we get to see a production suite compared to the the production van that that Paul Lee was hanging around in. That that pizza money has um. It's kicked them out, isn't it? Like it was they're, quite they're... the spot. Yeah. I mean, that money seems to have rented them quite the, the, the video editing suite. And talent as well. Yeah. As in just the most bizarre matches suddenly announced for their next event. But we'll get to that. Um, yeah. So highlights, much better quality. Same thing. Todd Gordon getting knocked down. We all know it. New video package. New music. No Bulldog. I, I, this is the bit I thought you were going to skip over and miss, and it's huge. There's stage dives, there's fire, there's chains, there's trash cans, there's peaches being stripped. This is feeling extreme. Yeah, edgy. We won't say extreme. We'll say edgy. Get edgy. It feels edgy like championship wrestling. We're getting there. Is I think it we... feels like there's 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 been a choice to step up and kind of go far more edgy and and uh, yeah it's 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 feeling a little bit more crazy maybe not extreme but crazy yeah no definitely it's it's um it was a big shift and like I said um, fifteen episodes Bulldogs run in ECW has come to an end so that was sad I mean it was pivotal. I don't know if they'd be the the organisation we love at episode 16 if it wasn't for Bulldogs. Every back. week I look forward to just that lean over the top rope. And that's, um, tis no more. But saying that, I thought Hulk was no more. So what do I know? He might be back Well, again. he was nearly blinded. So, you know, it's not, it's not, never say never because he was nearly blinded. He wasn't actually blinded. And, um, that takes us to Todd Gordon conference. doing a press conference, which somewhat sort of looked like just an office meeting. Um, but it had a certain boardroom-esque feel. More um, so than I say, it wasn't what I generally view as a press conference. But Yeah, I mean, that's I, just... I say boardroom, I might mean meeting room. I think boardroom's probably giving it a, a delusion of grandeur. Yeah, but that's just... Me being picky. I mean, I like this segment. There's a lot of information that came from this segment, including their next big event. You're going to have Abdullah the Butcher versus Stan Hansen. I don't, did they confirm it was versus or that they were both there? I thought he said versus. I couldn't remember because I, I thought it was versus and then with spoilers, Eddie Gilbert getting involved, uh, I couldn't work out whether... It was versus or, or that they were both there. Okay. Well, we say they're both there. If they're versus, then it works out. But they're definitely going to both be there. Um, the Dark Patriot versus Smith in... Was this a scaffolding match? It was. 
Um, and not just Smith, not just a JT Smith. He is now Jazzy JT Smith. Yeah. So he's getting a little bit of a. This is this is your guy. You said strap the rocket to him. Yep. And this and is it. They've flown him to the rafters. They have. He's literally going higher or going up. Um, so, yeah. Um, there's a name drop of WWF and WCW. Yep. They referenced them, which was interesting. The Hollywood Blondes, not Hollywood Blondes, um, Suicide Blondes have been stripped of their tag team titles. Yep. That happened. I can't. I don't know if he said there was, what was going to happen to sort it out. But I he guess... did. He said they were going to start a tournament. Oh, okay. Because we knew the tournament was coming, but... Um, Sal was going to get suspended, but did people write letters saying, please don't? Was that the thing? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I thought yeah, he basically was... said he was going to suspend Sal, but during the week he received a lot of letters from people saying, please don't overreact on Sal and all this kind of. So they decided not to suspend anyone. Yes. So with new video package. Oh, apart from oh no no, apart from Rock and Rebel. Yeah. For two of the most heinous acts in Eastern Championship Wrestling, <laughs> the blinding, the literal physical blinding. She is blind of peaches. Blinded. No sight. Blinded of peaches. Yeah. Um, and then the bit that happened ages ago, but they've not referenced until now, which shows you how many of the times they taped and done it out of order. But we find out that at the summer sizzler event, um, the peaches tiger match. Yep. Uh, angel. I think it was ran down to make the save and, uh, rock and rebel callously stripped her of her clothes. I feel like they've only made references because they wanted to use it in the um, opening package. And, they, well, and probably thought people were like, where does it come from? We'll get there. Oh. But, um, well, um, so there was that. And there was another thing that was on Summer Sizzler that they referenced out of nowhere. Um, which I don't think I wrote down. But they, they had two references back to Summer Sizzler suddenly oh it was um uh the end of the 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 chain match with oh Eddie the gilbert. referee yeah. who was referring to himself as freddie gilbert yeah um and that shenanigans um so uh yeah i mean todd gordon was saying that this may be the federation where all the rebels come but they still have to have rules and it's interesting listening to kind of them starting to build that, you know, outcasts. Us against them. Yeah. Yeah. We're too extreme for everyone else. Build up. Was it the land of the misfit um, characters, I think? I can't remember what they used yeah. to do. Something like that. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, all the things. Abdullah, Hanson, Dark Patriot, Smith, title stripped promotion references all these things were crazy i thought wow i can't take this all in new intro cut to the next scene terry funk is walking to the ring 
the um the only other thing i want to pick out so there's two more things i want to pick out on the 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 todd gordon press conference how can you go back after such a drop i know but i feel i need to because uh you you talked about the references to the the federations um twice journalists tried to get involved and ask questions and were cut off because eddie gilbert was trying to get in the room did you catch the name of the journalists who were there at that presentation who were asking the questions gregory helms mr apter and mr keller oh so um bill apter from the apter mags wade keller yeah two of the original wrestling journalists uh were both referenced uh you know referencing dirt sheets in 1993 newsletters in 1993 so yeah it's it's a little bit behind the curtain isn't it it is and um like you say especially for the time when things weren't sort of available like they are it was still fairly kayfabe they were still fairly you know trying to blur the lines and pretend it was all closed and real and stuff so yeah it was um it's interesting and then uh, the bit that i was disappointed with on this is um we all know that it's not really a press conference and they're sitting behind a, a meeting table and all the rest of it um we know that this this idea of them delivering to this conference hall kind of thing is is not true but we're giving them the benefit of the doubt because that's what we do as wrestling fans what makes it hard is when the camera pans they don't cut away soon enough and you see the two pairs of legs and the wall uh, the camera is actually just the only other person in the room yeah that was a really weird way to end it i felt yeah i mean it just felt I've never seen any press conferences where they've just, like UFC or anything, where they're just like, and just pan away. Yeah, and, you know, it just needed to fade down. It could cut. It could anything. But leaving it run for that extra maybe four seconds just showed you that all of that was a lie and all of that was false. And is wrestling? I know it is. I didn't believe it was a press conference. I'm not saying that, but... You know, my my job while watching this is just to to suspend disbelief. Yeah, and I, I mean, can like do I said, that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's because it was so different. Show me the wall. Yeah, I think it's because it's so different from anything else we'd seen with the the standard start of just sitting there by the ring and. It was a really good chunk of reminder, refresh, and exposition. Yeah, you remember? Do you remember when so and so did that? Well, we've not forgotten, and actually, you know, so and so is going to happen because of that, and we want to do so and so, and this is what we're going to do here, and hope it all doesn't work out okay. So it was just really, yeah, I thought it was a really good kind of setup for it. No, massively. Um, yeah, Terry Funk walked to the ring with music. Yeah, and and stirrups and. Yeah, so we've got, we actually got an entrance for the first time. From the Desperado himself. From Desperado, no better man to do it. Well, Hulk had one, I guess, sort of, but for a match. Yeah. So just to clarify. Yeah. Um, so he was against and, the Canadian Wolfman. match this size, you do need entrances. Well, yeah. So you don't just go cold into a match with the Canadian Wolfman. I can't believe the Canadian Wolfman is back. Against Terry Funk, the match that we always wanted, we never felt we'd get, but it happened. They've obviously got to a level of extreme where they think it can happen. 
Um, it was somewhat of a squash match, I guess. Yeah. He um, didn't. He didn't take too long to um, do it, but it was. It was all for the greater good because obviously there was a fairly big angle coming out at the end of it, so it made sense just to get the match out of the way and then get to the angle. So Terry Fink, Terry Fink, Terry Funk won with the famous Funk spinning toehold. Yep. Which um, at the time looked like the most boring move going and with the benefit of 25 years looks like the most boring move going. I mean, it's, you know, it's meant to be this kind of pain inducing. Yeah. Um, Whilst I can still, again, suspend my disbelief that the, the figure four leg lock and all the rest of it would work because it's, continued pain you you want it to stop um surely with that spinning toe hold it hurts for a minute and then it lets it go and then it hurts for a minute and then he lets it go and then it hurts for a minute and then so you you can have your moments where you can catch your breath and build your resolve in between it hurting and also you know you, you can get ready to kick him off after the fourth or fifth time because you know exactly what he's going to do with it yeah. No, I, I do. I, I get that. But um, I mean, I'm I I I'm categorically saying on record now, Terry Funk in his seventies or whatever he is now, really probably could still kick my ass. I really don't doubt that at this age he could still beat me up. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like I said, just one of more convincing finishes. I'm, I'm just saying he probably couldn't do it with a spinning toe hold. <laughs> well, like I said, it'd be like a sleeper hold. If I locked the sleeper hold in, then stopped it, repositioned, then locked it in, then stopped it, repositioned, locked it in. There can't point where you think, this person's never actually going to fall asleep because you keep, like, stopping. Giving him a break. Yeah, I mean, it feels like they're continually getting rope breaks or the the end of the round or something yeah it's just yeah yeah but he won and that led to the dangerous alliance um attacking the ring dark patriot and jimmy snooker the numbers are too much he's never going to survive this uh, a fairly motivated dark patriot i i do like the fact that he gives it his all like don morocco and that you could tell were just there but um, I felt like Dark Patriot was really trying to give it a little something, something there and throwing in trying yep. to have some urgency. And I, I thought it looked really good. Yep, I agree. Which led to the return of the nearly blinded Hulk. Now, you know, he was nearly blinded. There was a fireball that almost took his eye. And I was genuinely shocked that he came. I actually thought he was done. Yeah. Yeah. I really um, thought that. Well, after the match that he was billed for and billed for and billed for and then didn't turn up for, wasn't on, and the multi-tool of wrestling Tommy Cairo stepped in. Hey. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I thought he was finished, um, and it seems that with kind of uh, reactive storytelling, that they're trying to make out that he was injured from the fireball, which is why he wasn't there. Although for the life of me, I don't remember that being brought up at any point. He just wasn't in the match. Yeah, but I still think they could have just 
not advertised him in that match, really. They didn't have to highlight he was not there. It could have always just been... Or do kind of just switch out going, you know, he's he's not medically cleared. Yeah. But he's back. No face paint. No. But then again, would you put face paints on a burn like that? Yeah, but it was those little details I actually quite liked. Yeah. If he came out full face paint, you think your face isn't really burnt then if you put face paint on it. But there's little details like that that I thought, yeah, it's not too bad. And the fact he um, kept his sunglasses on. Yep. And he got a, the water rush line in there. He did. I uh, you know it wasn't a bad promo. He was he was annoyed that they tried to, to blind him. Um, I, like, I liked the old... A long um, way back. What's the line? An eye for an eye. And he's like, well, I want two eyes. And Terry Funk's like, yeah, two eyes. They just went on to something. Yeah. But it's like he, he wants to, yeah. It was, yeah, it wasn't quite smooth, but it was. I mean, both of them were decent promos in themselves. They just weren't great at kind of playing off each other. Um, but yeah, it's been a long road back from being almost blinded, and you can see why it would take a while to recover from it. But with some bandaging and some still severe burning, because you know it's a traumatic experience. Um. He's on his way back from being almost blinded. Dun, dun, dun. I'm trying to think what happened next. Let me Eddie, check my notes. Eddie Gilbert. Oh, this Eddie Gilbert. Production sets. Yeah, this is where he does his Wayne's World reference. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he just... I've watched like, other... Eddie Gilbert stuff like because of this I watched him against um, Great Muta not so long ago on um, YouTube and um, it was a good match and he felt like a different person I I, I I struggle with Eddie Gilbert because I've not watched a lot of his stuff I've caught bits of it but not really watched a lot of his stuff but he has such a reputation in wrestling and you know you listen to people talk about him and his matches and his mind for the business he has such a reputation that i really struggle because this is my first prolonged exposure to eddie gilbert Hmm. and i don't see anything of what i've been told and anything of what i'd heard and anything that everyone else had been talking about and i was trying to struggle with um whether he was just their mate and they were just talking up their dead mate yeah I could see that and um, I mean don't be wrong there's glimpses but it's just the whole there's a lot you could, there's a lack of interest there I just can't seem to shake off but these were some of his better segments that being said I mean obviously dated reference like the Wayne's yeah, World I mean, thing. You're, 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 you're grading on a curve quite dramatically there so it's it's better than some of the absolute horse shit that doesn't mean it's good yeah, no, um, it's better than him walking the um, the streets. Yeah. I, I enjoyed them more than them. But like I said, it doesn't mean that I thought, wow, these are standout I, segments. I enjoyed this one more than the one that closes the show. That was just a complete clusterfuck. I didn't understand that at all. I, I, well, it's... And, and the weirdness was it was kind of like weirdly... 
foreshadowed in the Todd Gordon bits at the beginning about, you know, and what he did was abysmal and uh, you don't know what he did, but we'll show you later, even though it's an embarrassment to the company. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was all a little bit all over the place. Um, and I think that um, I, I, I do think it's the curse of him being the booker as well as everything else. And, and if he was just, the talent Eddie Gilbert, I think, you know, he would have been far better a um, uh, a performer. I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. No, like I said, his, his glimpse is not awful, but like you said, I just think he's too, he's too content, sort of relaxed, and all that sort of thing. That you could tell he's, he could do whatever he wants. That's very much what it feels like. But it happens, and yep. it takes us to um, Sandman versus Hotbody. Now, as we know, Sandman is on a tear because, um, you know, his his woman yep. has been blinded Blind. by the heinous acts of Rock and Rebel, and is blind. I, you know, they, they can't stress it enough. She's she's blind. Um, not like Hawk, who was almost blinded, but is blind. So to see her wandering out, just smiling and waving to people, was a little bit of an anticlimax. Well, yeah, yeah, and no, I can see, I can see where you're coming from from this. I mean, Hawk was almost blinded. He's a wrestler. He's meant to be a, a tough old so and so. Yeah, not fully recovered. The Peaches incident happened later. It was green paint in the eyes, rushed to hospitals. Blind. Blinded, blinded, blinded. The, the most heinous act in Eastern Championship wrestling so far. Which is pretty... Considering, like, old Smith got thrown off a balcony for no reason. Yep. It's Eddie like... Gilbert with the fireball. Um chain matches, everyone's been beaten up with, with trash cans. Candido got his arm broken. Yep. Uh, you know, Larry Winters got his, his heart broken when, when Stetson turned on him. Hitman. Um, um, uh, Terry Funk running over dolls. Yeah. Seen it all. Glenn still can't find a partner. Heartbreaking. Glenn, yeah, not be able to find a full-time partner. <laughs> Sorry, but um, yeah. So, but Peaches is okay. She's fine. She's now. better now. She lies better. And and Sandman obviously thinks the risk is no longer one he needs to concern himself with because he's he's bringing her straight back out and putting her out into basically the position that got her into trouble the last time. I mean, but, it comes you know, there comes a bit where you got to point the finger in there and go, "What are you doing, mate?" Like. What what you're not learning here? Well, you know, if 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 we've learned anything from watching rec- wrestling for however many decades you and I have been watching it, we know that that's happened now. It's never going to happen again. But is he just a laid back surfer who's all about them wanting waves. hot body's hair? Oh, yeah. His, his his big focus coming to the ring wasn't looking after Peaches. You could see his focus because he told you was that he wanted Hot Body's hair. 
Which is funny, because oh. he's the one with actually suicide blonde hair. Yeah, he could have been in the team. Still could be. Who knows? Dun, dun, dun. So this is the main event of this episode, after we've had all of the stuff at the very beginning. Yep. And the stuff at the very beginning included uh, the suicide blondes being stripped of the championship because of their their, their cheaty, cheaty ways. Yep. So why has Hotbody A got the belt and B billed as the tag team champion? I can only assume they haven't heard the um, conference call in the arena. Uh, you think he's going on live? Oh, of course. I fully expect that. It's going on live. The word hasn't got back yet. Eddie Gilbert wasn't in the arena at any point. He was always, you know, in, in the offices. So maybe, yeah. Yeah, see? That makes sense. Kind of, yeah. No, it's just basically just bad editing. In there. But and then, um, and then they they, and then the bell rang and they had to wrestle. Yeah. And um, quick note: Sandman won. I mean, there's no point in dragging it out. Sandman but while Sandman picture. is putting on a classic, Matt classic, you know, five star, you can see where um, Omega and Okada have watched this match back recently to, to pick up pointers and tips um, for their, their recent match. Um, Going back to Griff's um, theory of this inspiring everything. Everything, yeah, yeah. There was, uh, you know, the, the the bit where Hot Body was too exhausted to hit the Rainmaker. Um, the um, whilst all of that's going on, um, outruns Tiger and and was it Rock and Rebel? I thought it was Rock and Rebel. Or was it just Tiger? I thought it was just Tiger, but I could be wrong. Um. And strips her and rips her dress, which it turns out is the bit we've seen in the the new video package. Yeah, which is weird. Um, but she stands there in her underwear, dazed, confused, as one does. Um, you know, screaming that you know, is this why God gave me back my sight so I can see my underwear? Um. <laughs> And then Sandman kind of covers her up and, and carries her to the back. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just led to some ridiculous segment, didn't it? Yeah. I wasn't a fan I mean, of this. I, I, I've not even taken notes of this segment because I don't know whichever... I, I, this is obviously some sort of local celebrity. I don't know. Um, it's obviously some sort of community event i don't know it looked like shit all the way through it made no sense to me i don't understand any of what happened and i i wished for the green slime to be thrown in my eyes all, all my only note for it was just poor glenn yeah i mean to be fair that's your notes every week but yeah it's so, so true there's an element of truth in that 
Hey, our t-shirt idea. Poor Glenn with his mask, with his, his face paint behind it. Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> One tag team partner. Call 1-800-POOR-GLEN. <laughs> oh, I have to re-listen and write that down. That could be done. <laughs> um, yeah, just, just uh, another Eddie Gilbert all over the show, involved in everything, doing everything, talking about everything, being allowed to just do what he wants, including making references of films that came up about 18 months ago. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose given the cinema to VHS tape timelines that would have been around this time, um, you know, it could be that Wayne's Will had only just come out on, on video. Maybe he didn't get a chance to see it in the cinema. Finally caught the film everyone was talking about from Blockbusters. Rented it. Loved it. Went I'd... to buy it. Turns out it was $100 because these things were at that point for some reason. I'd love to just um, sort of have him watch it and be like, this is the greatest film of all time. This is what we've been missing. He's like, this is hilarious. Um. Yeah, and that brings us to the end of sixteen. Yeah, it does really. I mean, it's 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 not the perfect way to end it, but it is ending. I thought sixteen was a big step forward in production. Um, couple of entrances. Obviously. So I mean, we we it's kind of the running joke and and you know a t shirt design has been us talking about, you know, Eastern to Extreme and we'll get there. This is the episode where, especially with the opening, with some of the stuff they were doing, with some of the resets, with some of the language they started to use, it felt like we were really getting there. Yeah, it's the first one you just kind of thought, we are actually getting there. This is, this is happening. This is real. And that's, um, it's good. The, the dream is real. So, um, yeah, I think it's great. You know, I ain't got anything bad to say about it, really. I actually enjoyed these two episodes. Super Destroyers, slowly sort of taking their toll on me, I guess. But I don't hate the guys. I just Spoilers, a... you probably don't have to put up with them much longer. No. I never I wished mean, for this. I, I, I only say that knowing that Griff isn't here and therefore won't, what I won't have to worry about the oncoming heartbreak because I wouldn't want it to, to be the one that has to tell him that he's he's going to struggle he's going to struggle I, I I mean he 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 took uh, Stetson and Winters very hard and they were still fairly new yeah I mean they, they didn't have the longest tag team reign under their belt they weren't they weren't in matching outfits they were a fairly fledgling albeit you know unlimited potential as a tag team you know they they didn't even have a team name um yeah i think he's going to take this one hard on that note we will be back next week for more extreme as we look at episodes 17 18 
19, 20. Who knows how many we do. Depends on how much time we just get into it, doesn't it? It does. It's about 20 episodes next week. Who knows? Good. Depends if the World Cup games are boring. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't lie. It's definitely <laughs> influences the show slightly. Um, that being said, thank you very much for listening. And this is Re ECW. And we'll catch you next time. See you later. Peace later.